It's time to head in the shop with Kirk, Brian, and Dan. I've been driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel. In the shop, your source for the latest information and advice on maintaining and repairing your vehicle on KGMI Newstalk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham, and KGMI.com. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. Opinions and information expressed are those of the host and or sponsors and do not necessarily reflect those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Well, good morning and Merry Christmas. Yeah, this is the show. (laughs) This is the show. You are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Dan from Bellingham Automotive. little shout out to Mr. Mom. Yes. Kirk from Angler Automotive. I think he said he was going to get a tree today. Heading up into the hills. Yeah. I think he's going to go cut one down. Maybe he's going to go dig one up and plant it later. Good. Good. He's got a big yard. He could put it out. We are taking your calls, 360-676-KGMI. Always rather have the listeners call in with their questions, but we've brought a ton of information to talk about. And, uh, you know, so many things we see during the week in the automotive industry, experience in the shop. And, uh, you know, this week is no different. And during the show, if we have time, there's a few things we're going to touch base on. Had one of my technicians out and about late yesterday on an extended test drive some of you listeners probably saw it up on uh, electric um that's a good know, word for it <laughs> <laughs> the electric crash the electric on electric crash. avenue uh between uh Blodell and and lakeway somewhere along there he pulled over to take a little video of a tesla stuffed under stuffed under the rear of a toyota tacoma i believe it was yeah and I'm not sure how that happens, but but we brought some information on automated driver assist systems. And, and do they make your car safer, or they do they just make you a worse driver? So when you say you don't know how it happened, you might have a clue how it happened. <laughs> Failure to break? Failure to break. <laughs> Who failed to break? That's the question. The insurance yeah. companies and lawyers exactly. will have to figure out. And, and I was reading last night, and you brought information on it. I think every major diesel manufacturer in the world that imports vehicles or engines into the U.S. now has been tagged on an EPA violation for violating emission standards. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's just a constant issue with that. I don't get it. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't get it. You know, it dates back to Volkswagen. I was going to say, it makes me and, think of about 10 years ago on our show, we are talking about Volkswagen doing it. And, and it's funny. They they all admit no guilt and pay huge fines, although I think Volkswagen had a few people go to jail Yeah, um, for intentionally violating emissions rules, just, just outright blatantly modifying their vehicles to uh, bypass emission standards. Yeah, this situation appears a little different. But, but yeah, perhaps. A little. Perhaps. <laughs> Uh, but an interesting side story on one of your customers with a with a Ford where the vehicle was shipped without the required yeah, yeah, emissions good, control devices. Good, yeah, a good friend of mine called. He got a recall on his Ford uh, F550, and it's it's missing some sensors that uh, are for all this uh, emission control. Let's talk about that because that's the one that I find most, most interesting. What year? This is a Ford F550? It's a 550. It's a 2022. So this is considered a heavy truck. It's a very heavy truck. <laughs> yes. And so so this this would be something you know not that it's a tow truck but something that would be converted into a tow truck or a flatbed hauler. Yep, he's using it for for uh, hot shot delivery or long haul. So, so he's driving but, all around the United States. So we'll say this this truck is in between your half ton, one ton and a semi truck. Correct. But it still looks like a Ford truck. But it still looks like a Ford truck. It's got a basic Ford cab on the front of it, but a yep. super heavy duty suspension, chassis, frame, and everything. Yep. And it's a it's a diesel engine. Yep. And and this is a it, this is a Ford diesel, so their newest Power Stroke. That's six in seven. Yeah. Six seven in there. And these these new Ford trucks. I mean, if you have one, you know what we're talking about here. They come with an emission system that's more expensive than your average passenger car. Mm-hmm. Just the emission system. That's in. right. They've got diesel particulate filters, which which self clean. Um, basically, it's a kerosene stove at times that burns off <laughs> the small particles into smaller particles or into gaseous emissions. So they've got a particulate filter that goes through regeneration cycle. They've got knock sensors, multiple catalytic converters, um, 
and and sometimes double or triple the number of exhaust sensors that your average right. gasoline vehicle has. Right. And uh, so yeah, yesterday he I mean, and you got to consider he puts a lot of miles on this thing. I was I was kind of floored when he called me and said that it's exactly a year old and he's at 131,000. He puts the miles on. He does. Does he yeah. carry hemorrhoid cream? <laughs> I don't know. I do not that's know. That's a lot of sitting. He, that's a lot of driving. Uh, that's, I mean, we were doing the math yesterday. I think it's uh, over 350 miles a day. Wow. Um, but that's tough anyway, to average that. It is, yeah. I, I Well, I would assume there's multiple drivers. Multi- well, or multiple long days, short days, right? Yeah. You're not going to. Yeah, we just try to figure out the average. But anyway, he got a recall, and... Uh, that truck is missing some of its uh, emission stuff. And it his, his question to me was right away, well, it's illegal for me to take that out, but it's been legal for me to have it driving for the last year that way? Yeah, I don't know. I don't really understand how a manufacturer issues a recall and says, we forgot to install part of your exhaust system. It doesn't say forgot. It says it wasn't available at it the wasn't time. A, but how do they sell it? I, yeah, I would think the truck would just be sitting. I I, I don't know. I don't know the answer. That's and he didn't either. He called me and asked, and I'm like, I don't know. That, I don't even know what to tell you here. That's like Apple's, you know, selling you a laptop that shows up, and then a year later you get the message, hey, we forgot to put the CPU in it. Yeah. <laughs> you may have noticed it didn't turn on the entire time you've owned it. You know, talking about the emission systems on the diesel, I forgot the DEF fluid. Right. The diesel exhaust fluid for... For decades and decades, the the joke in the automotive industry is making sure you uh, lubricate your muffler bearings. Yeah, exactly. Now they do. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, you thought blinker fluid was, was a real thing. It's, They've it's got, coming next. Yeah. Um, the, the emission systems are unbelievable on the, the diesel vehicles, and many manufacturers have accidentally, I'm making quotes with my fingers, um, left things off or forgot to program the computer with the appropriate software when it was delivered to the customer, um, accidentally modified the <laughs> intake or exhaust system, fuel maps, fuel injectors, and I'm not sure how many other things Volkswagen forgot to do on theirs. Yeah. Um, but now Ford didn't have them av- have parts available, so they shipped them without them. Well, I'm surprised. I guess I'm not I, – I get the parts weren't available. I get all of it. I'm just surprised that uh... – with how strict it is, that that is a, the ability to have it on the road. I, I mean, that's that's to me is just crazy. I'm I'm not worried about that Ford didn't have it available. Um, not worried that they built the truck without it. But I would think that, well, back during COVID, we were watching a lot of cars sat in lots and couldn't be sold because pieces may, were missing. Maybe this was a heavy duty vehicle, and they received a waiver to ship them. It could be. The, yeah, the, it, it was just interesting. I mean, it was a pretty major. major component in that system and it's like hmm wow i'm surprised and i mean he's literally almost out of warranty i mean he's driven that truck the whole time without it but being a safety recall the warranty time doesn't matter so he can go back anytime and get it a couple years a couple years it says he's probably got an appointment already he does (laughs) right (laughs) all right looks like we've got a couple callers on the line good morning you are in the shop How's it going, guys? Pretty good. good. Can we you? get your name there? Rich. Hey, Rich. Yeah, I, heard, I read the article, too, about the uh, EPA fine, $1.67 billion or some insane number. Just huge money. I think that was against Cummins. Mm. Yep. <laughs> but it's, it's, I think that these corporatocracies work together with the government, and fines don't bother them real bad. They just pay to play and keep going, and... Maybe they had a buddy at the EPA at the time, and they said, oh, we'll just look the other way for a while, and no big deal. And then they get a big fine, and they raise their price. These these big corporatocracies work together with the government, and we shouldn't discount corruption. Like you said, one of your customers said, how could I have driven it for a year, and it's okay, and now it's not okay. And it's like, well, that's just the, the way the system works. It's kind of not straightforward and uh, these things shouldn't surprise us anymore. We'll probably get more of it too. You know, they just pay the fine, keep going, pass on the customer, no big deal. I, I think it's kind I, of the way things I feel work. Shades of gray. That's <laughs> what I, I feel. Exactly. I, I, I think I think there's probably some truth to what you say there. And when you you look at the the corporate structure on on profit, the risk reward 
um, the cost-benefit right. analysis. Definitely gets done. You look at it in auto racing, which is big business, like for NASCAR yeah. and things like that. And, and NASCAR teams and members of those teams will intentionally cheat. And they do a, a risk. Crazy. They do a risk-benefit analysis. They know what the fines are going to be. They know what the odds are of them getting caught on a random inspection. And uh, and and every year there are teams, big teams, small teams, that decide to uh, take the risk because they feel the reward is worth it. And sometimes that's, that's the case, and sometimes it's not. <laughs> cost of doing business, unfortunately. Yeah, the cost of willingness corruption, though. That's the sad thing is these businesses and government officials here and there it's just like the mafia paying for protection hey we'll pay you this it'll be fine if you fall out of favor then we'll stick you with the fine and there's a lot of i don't know it's hard to trust a lot of these big companies anymore they're so big but you just keep going every day i guess you can't worry about every little thing exactly right <laughs> well thanks for the thanks call, for the Rich. call Rich. yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, there's some reality be behind what he's to, he has to say. There's yeah. everything keeps uh, everybody keeps getting bought out. You know, you look at whether it's uh, you know healthcare. <laughs> oh, <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> wrong show, wrong time. Don't, don't get me started on that. Um, but it's happening in the automotive industry. I was looking at uh, at, at one brand, Takansha. They make towing brake controllers oh, okay. and towing wiring kits. And they're the product that I recommend. And we had one that uh, one of the modules failed for a taillight converter on a vehicle. And so I called their technical support. They were great. The first brands group is what they used mm -hmm. and, uh, and had me send an email with a copy of the invoice and they're sending a replacement unit. It only took three emails and two more phone calls to make sure it was on the way. Oh, but, so but they are sending relatively one. simple. Relatively simple. I, <laughs> I should see. have just bought a new one for fifty bucks. It would <laughs> yeah, have been quicker, exactly. and a vehicle would have been fixed already without dealing with the warranty. But I look up. I'd never heard of First Brands Group, so I look it up, and and they own like Trico and and Wagner and just a giant and A one Cardone and and about forty different automotive brands that every automotive parts store stocks probably a dozen of their brands. Mm -hmm. And over the years, since 1917, when they were founded, they started buying up these other automotive specialty companies. And now they're just one huge automotive specialty company with yeah. one technical support hotline with for one. all of them. <laughs> it's quicker if you email. <laughs> all right. You are in the shop, 360-676-KGMI. That's 676-5464. I am Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic here with Dan from Bellingham Automotive. We'll be right back. We all have our go-tos, right? The doctor you trust, the dentist you rely on, the restaurant you love. What makes them your go-to? It's trust, isn't it? Hi, this is Dan from Bellingham Automotive, your go-to for auto repairs in Whatcom County since 1991. Whether you're using your car for ride-sharing, delivery services, mobile office, maybe just a taxi for your kids and their friends, or it's just personal transportation, we're here to keep you on the road. We're proud to have a team of technicians and service advisors who have been with us for years. They can help you find that strange noise or figure out what that warning light is trying to tell you. They can perform regular maintenance to keep your car up to date and your new car warranty intact. We know you're busy, so we also offer a local shuttle service and an after-hour drop-off and pickup options to help take the hassle out of your auto repair. So if you don't have a trusted go-to for your vehicles, please give us a call at 360-676-5200 or visit bellinghamautomotive.com to schedule an appointment. Get the very latest on real estate in Whatcom County and Northwest Washington with Windermere real estate experts Rick Todd, Julie Brown, and Lyle Sorensen. The information and analysis you need, whether you're a buyer or a seller. Radio Real Estate with Rick Todd, Julie Brown, and Lyle Sorensen every Saturday at 10 a.m. Brought to you by Windermere Real Estate on KGMI AM 790 and 96.5 FM. Struggling to get that car door lock to budge? The lock might not be to blame. When the weather gets cold, locks seize up. Lubricating your outdoor locks in the fall and around New Year's can help keep them operating smoothly. Having a good lubricant on hand can solve the problem. Stop by Accurate Lock and Security today to pick up some TriFlow or LPS1 lubricant. For lockouts a little lube can't solve, call Accurate Lock and Security, the locksmiths you can trust. Accurate Lock and Security, the security professional team, online at accuratelock.net. That's accurate. Lock.net. 
Support the Boys and Girls Club of Whatcom County when you visit any local McDonald's restaurant between now and December 31st. The holidays are a time of generosity and good works. And now the McDonald's Spreading Smiles campaign makes it easy. Grab a bite to eat at any Whatcom County McDonald's and you'll be invited to donate to the Boys and Girls Club. Every dollar you give will support their important work, serving more than 500 kids a day countywide from infant to age 18 in their four early learning centers and four clubhouses. They are open every weekday providing nutritious meals, help with homework, and an array of fun activities such as art and STEM. No child is ever turned away. Since 2008, the McDonald's Spreading Smiles campaign has raised over $419,000 to benefit our local kids. Help create great futures for young people and our community. Stop in before December 31st at any local McDonald's and donate to the Boys and Girls Club of Whatcom County. It's a great way to celebrate the holidays. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Welcome back. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Dan from Bellingham Automotive, 360-676-KGMI. Love to hear from you. Always rather hear from our listeners. And we have uh, Fred on the line. Good morning, Fred. Well, good morning, and uh, thanks for your show. And, hey, Dan, good to see you back. (laughs) You know, you guys, I got into something, and I'm not sure just quite how to present it, but do the best I can here. But this is Christmas. Uh, this is a lot of weather going on out there, and everybody's going everywhere. And I was right in the middle of this, just what, uh, less than two weeks ago. And I got, I smashed in to the guy in front of me. Uh, I don't know what the speed was. It wasn't too fast, probably 20. It was a big, long line of cars. It was a blinding rain, slippery roads. I probably got 2 million miles of driving behind me. Uh, and, and my point is this, if this happened to me, it can happen to anybody. Uh, and it is the policeman that came by and oversaw the thing. It was a three car bang up. Uh, I had, I look, I was looking at an airbag and when I got the airbag out of my face, I was looking at the hood and, um, so you, you actually hit hard enough to set off the airbag in the car. This was a moderate collision yeah, rather moderate. than a minor well, please, one. Yeah, well, please don't interrupt me. So, but the point was that it, it, it set it off, and, and, um, and the car's totaled. Uh, so those, and, but thankfully, nobody was hurt. I had a little ding on my left finger, and, and that was it. But the thing was, I thought, how did this happen? I just got off work. I'm on a rural road. It's blinding rain, slippery, and so forth like that. And uh, uh, I looked there and I started thinking around. Well, what's going on out there is that there's a lot of taillights that are not working, a lot of headlights that are not working. And very much so, there's people with, on the road with no headlights at all coming out of light parking lots, you know, that are lit up well, getting on roads that are well. And then you get on the rural roads, and here you have a guy with no headlights on coming at you. And that's the point that I want to make. And the policeman that stopped and oversaw the wreck and everything like that, that they said, this is so popular, we can't keep up with it. And it's it's fender benders and stuff that that happened. And I remember way back when talking with uh, Kirk and Steve, when I got rear-ended with our Toyota by a one-ton van making deliveries on uh, on the free, on on, uh, getting on Sunset Avenue there. And the car behind me got hit so hard, he did a, 180-degree turn. And when he did that turn, he smashed into my car and totaled it out. So I'm talking within two years, I got smashed in the back, and now I smashed the guy in front of me. And, uh, of course, I feel terrible about it. And you do. I mean, it's, But my point is this. Young people are out there, older people, and myself, people have driven hundreds of miles, just maybe, maybe reaching for a cup of coffee, and then the airbag comes. But uh, uh, it's our weather situation here, and we're going to be getting into uh, more slippery conditions. Uh, and with this holiday thing, more people rushing to get what they want to go. So please check your taillight, check your brake light, check your signal light. And another thing is to check your brake fluid. Uh, and I noticed that my brake fluid was down a bit. But the combination of things that happen to me can happen to anybody. And uh, I'm just really thankful that nobody got hurt. The car is, uh, uh, you know, whatever. But uh, thank you so much for your show, and then I can pass this information on. Yeah, thank you, guys you, friend. Are just doing a great job with my hats off, and Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you. Glad you're all right. 
you know, know, when he's talking about headlights, I, I totally agree. And the, the other thing, I, I live on a rural county road, so do you. And it uh, these bright ones, too, are killers. I mean, well, every not car comes with on, bright lights now. Everything is bright. I don't. I've I've always thought maybe it was the height of the car I'm driving, but it's the lights. And I mean, there's times I find myself almost slowing to a stop because I can't see from what's coming. I, it's crazy. Yeah, even you know, new cars that have lights that meet the federal safety guidelines with how bright they are. And my new car, a Subaru Crosstrek, has really good headlights behind the wheel. But they have like this horizon line as you look right. out ahead of you. And that horizon line is great for seeing. For cars coming at you on flat ground, it works great. But going over rolling hills out in the county, yeah. as you as you crest over the hill and another car's coming across, that horizon line crosses through the, the view of the drivers coming at you. Mm-hmm. And uh, is they are incredibly bright in those yeah. situations. Blinding. And, and so effectively when you're going up, a, cresting over a hill with somebody else, they're pointing up in the air right in their right in their face yep and then auto your auto high beams now. auto high beams which <laughs> they, they, work they seem really to be quick. working pretty good but i saw them in lisa's car and one thing with uh with what fred was saying there those those minor safety inspections you know that's one of the reasons we recommend people come in you know at least once a year for an oil change or preventative maintenance check even if you don't drive a lot because those lights do burn out and every yeah. car that comes through for a, a minor maintenance check gets all their lights checked the brake fluids checked all of those inexpensive safety items um, that we frequently see problems with, lights burned out and other issues that a customer isn't aware of. So Fred's absolutely right in keeping eye on those things and making sure they are functioning. Yeah, and I believe ASA, we used to do a whole bunch of uh, programs for that in October. It was Lights On where we replaced those bulbs for people, but it became either nobody showed up to do the bulbs or nobody showed up to get them done. And, and part of the problem and is the some of changed. the bulbs these days, the bulbs have changed and require some extensive labor. We had, yeah. a, we had a light bulb we did, a turn signal on a, a Ford Escape or Ford Explorer earlier this week that, you know, it's like a, it's a 45-minute real-time replacement to yeah. put a single bulb in behind the bumper that has to be removed to access it. So do you do every bulb back there while you you're do in the there? Ones yeah. while you do the ones <laughs> you while do you can get to. every one you can get to. <laughs> All right, 360-676-5464. Short break and a couple more calls. You are in the shop with Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic and from Bellingham Automotive. DeWard and Bodie's annual year-end mattress clearance is on now at their Bellingham Mattress Showroom. With huge savings and a special offer this weekend you won't find anywhere else. Now through Sunday, DeWard and Bodie will pay your sales tax on all qualifying in-stock mattresses and give you no interest financing for up to five full years on qualifying orders with no money down at checkout. Plus, make your purchase by this Sunday at noon and DeWard and Bodie will deliver, set up, and haul away your old mattress before Christmas while availability lasts. Combine these special offers with end-of-season savings up to 50% off on select clearance, floor model, and closeout beds. Experience the largest selection of in-stock mattresses in Whatcom County from Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, and Sealy with over 35 beds on display. Save your holiday cash at DeWard & Bodie this weekend and they'll pay your sales tax on all qualifying in-stock mattresses or give you no money down and no interest for up to five years on qualifying orders. Only at DeWard & Bodie, the appliance and mattress giants. Financing OAC qualifications apply. This is Steve Berger, Lead Counselor and Director of Contact Counseling Recovery Services. Despite being a fourth-generation Whatcom County resident from a solid, established family, when I was struggling with alcohol and drug addiction, my family didn't know where to turn to help. By the grace of God and a recovery program, I was able to get sober and have devoted the last 34 years of my life helping others find recovery from addiction. If you or a family member is struggling with substance use, please contact us at 360-671-3277 or contactcounseling.com. Hello, folks. This is Elder Law Attorney Phil George, the host of The Aging Hour, right here on KGMI every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. and the founder of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. I have good news for you. We are having a live seminar at the new Holiday Inn and Suites over by the airport in Bellingham at 11 a.m. on Saturday, the 13th of January. Don't let another year go by without giving your family the peace of mind that comes with a comprehensive estate and retirement plan. Come out, get your questions answered, and learn how to set your family up for success in your retirement. Reserve your spot today at www.safeharborlegal.com. KGMI Connects with Joe Tian is about our community and you. Hey, I, I want to uh, agree with the uh, with what Michelle said as far as you uh, 
listening very good to everybody and being open to every conversation, which is, I think, why so many people call. Join us each weekday at 4 p.m. for KGMI Connects. God bless you, Joe, for what you're doing, and and we're glad to have you out there. On KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. No gimmicks, just the highest quality systems, 0% interest financing, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Rely on West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical. Contact them today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. CBS News Brief. The Supreme Court has decided against ruling now on whether Donald Trump can be prosecuted for his actions interfering with the 2020 election. CBS's Willie James Inman. We don't actually know how each judge felt about this decision. Either way, arguments at the U.S. Court of Appeals D.C. Circuit are set for January 9th. It eventually will likely go back to the high court. U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres says Palestinian civilians in Gaza need more than humanitarian aid. A humanitarian ceasefire is the only way to begin to meet the desperate needs of people in Gaza and end their ongoing nightmare. Two Denver paramedics have been convicted in connection to the death of Elijah McClain. After the verdict was read, Shanine McClain wiped away tears. And when Peter Chikuniak was led away in handcuffs, an audible cry came from the side of the courtroom where his family was sitting. CBS News Brief. I'm Stacy Lynn. Bring it on, Dan. I want to hear yeah. you. Son of a... <laughs> I can't wait for Tuesday. Bust out in song. <laughs> I can't wait for Tuesday. Oh, the Grinch. No. I just, <laughs> Christmas music's not my thing. <laughs> 360-676-KGMI. You are in the shop with Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Dan from Bellingham Automotive, where you are not going to hear us bust out <laughs> in Christmas cheer. <laughs> You know, there is an old uh, old ad that we ran where the auto guys all got together and I came remember. on and sang, we wish you a I Merry remember. Christmas. I remember. I was there. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, maybe he could I'm find not a it and play I it just don't you. like Christmas music. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Looks like we have George on the line. Good morning, George. Good morning. Listen, I'm, I'm going to fire a question at you, then listen for the answer. My wife owns an old and ancient Toyota Tercel that has electronic four-wheel drive capability. We also own an all-wheel drive Subaru. And we were discussing yesterday what's the difference between four-wheel drive when it's engaged and all-wheel drive. And her Subaru, or my Subaru, gets over 30 miles per gallon normally when I'm driving on the highway. And her Toyota's lucky to get uh, 22. And if you put it in all-wheel or four-wheel drive, it's down around 18. So could you give me an idea of the difference between four-wheel and all-wheel drive? I'm going to hang up now and just listen. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I, you know, I'll start with the classic old-school four-wheel drive, yep. which the aficionados and those that like to nitpick details are going to point this out. Um, if you think back to driving an old four-wheel drive truck where you lock the hubs, you put the big transfer case lever into four-wheel drive, and it clicks in. And you take that out and drive it in a dry road, turn into a parking lot, and go around a corner. You'll feel <laughs> everything start to bind up. Those yep. gears are crushing against each other because the front tires and the back tires are following different distances as you go around a corner. And from a technical perspective, we're going to call that four-wheel drive. Now, the aficionados will also start to argue that those differentials don't have limited slip. Nope. And there's a lot of little details there. And somebody out there is listening, wanting to point out the error and me calling that four-wheel drive. Yep. We're just going to call that the classic four-wheel drive. And all the wheels are geared together and locked together to drive together. And, and in most situations, when you talk about that Tercel or an old-school Subaru, yeah. Um, you know, your average four-wheel drive truck, those are four-wheel drive. Most newer cars, even a lot of trucks, Ford Explorers and others are technically Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all-wheel drive. 
and they use some sort of a viscous coupling, a clutch mechanism, or something else that allows slippage between the front and the rear axle that gives you all-wheel drive where you can drive it in that four-wheel drive mode, which is they call all-wheel drive, around town on dry pavement, and, and there's slippage so that you're always having some power go to all the wheels. And uh, so if you look at your wife, Lisa, drives a RAV4. Yep. And that would be considered a? All-wheel drive. And uh, my Subaru Crosstrek is an all-wheel drive. But let's what look at our Ford trucks. Our Ford trucks. <laughs> our Ford trucks are four-wheel drive. Dan, Dan and I have almost matching F-350s, old-school Ford F-350s. Yep. And they got – mine has a, a, a knob that switches. Yours, mine does, yours too. does, too. Mm-hmm. But when that transfer case locks in, it's, it's a mechanical locking without a slippage. And if I try to drive that thing on dry pavement – in four-wheel drive, it gets angry. Yeah, you think it's coming apart. <laughs> um, all-wheel drive for daily driving, um, driving around town, going over the pass, definitely the, the best way to go for overall safety and traction. If you're driving up to Mount Baker and there's snow everywhere and the snowplow hasn't been by in two hours and it's snowing eight inches an hour, you're going to want the four-wheel drive. Right. Um in a lot of situations, there's really not a lot of difference between them. You're getting power to all four wheels or trying to transmit power to all four wheels. Um, but you don't want to drive a four-wheel drive car on dry pavement. In four-wheel drive. In four-wheel drive. <laughs> there's, a, there's an exclusion there. <laughs> Otherwise, sometimes bad things can happen. They do. Um, you know, there's a lot more little details in that and the, the four, the all wheel drive definitions between manufacturers, you know, Subaru symmetrical mm-hmm. all wheel drive and, and other manufacturers have their little, uh, um, catchphrase, catchphrases, their trademark phrases yes. for their system. They're all, they all in the end do kind of similar things yeah. through different methodologies. 360-676-KGMI, you are in the shop with Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Dan from Bellingham Automotive. A crisp company logoed shirt or uniform from Bergen. Whatcom County's local logo apparel experts makes your employees look and feel more professional. Bergen pairs their commitment to personal service with professional results, specializing in embroidery and all kinds of logoed promotional products. Unlike when you place an order online, Bergen's guarantees that your order will be completed on time to your specifications with a smile. Get your logo on the best brand names out there from North Face, Carhartt, Columbia, Russell Outdoor, Adidas and Izod, Van Heusen, Tommy Hilfinger, and more. Your employees will want to rep your brand in Bergen's logoed work apparel. And why not start a new company tradition with employee milestones, appreciation, customized gear? Elevate your brand with Bergen customized company apparel from polos to sweatshirts, ball caps to bags and more. Bergen does it all. Give them a call to get a quote within 24 hours or stop by the showroom Monday through Thursday on Iron Gate in Bellingham and online at bergenembroidery.com. At Number One Automotive Body Repair, we know you're a great driver. The creme de la creme, the cream of the crop. Dare we say, F1's 2024 hotshot, but everyone else on the road. They're not you. And when they ruin your day, we're here to help. Bellingham's Number One Automotive Body Repair is the premier location for all your collision repair needs. Learn more at NumberOneABR.com, part of the Number One Collision Group. The mysterious, the obscure, the strange. In some cases, it is the animal reactions that led to the sighting. Coast to coast. In France, Marius de Wilde said that his barking dog caused him to go outside to see what had startled him. He saw something on the nearby railroad tracks and then two small creatures. A beam of light shot out from that object, momentarily paralyzing him. Every night at 10 p.m. and beyond on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. This song special for Dan. It is, yeah, it is. More Christmas music. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> call, call my shop on Monday. I'm going to make sure I have the Christmas hold music. Right there you go. <laughs> That's what I'll be doing. Tuesday. Well, you can call Tuesday, Monday, yeah, too, yeah, but I won't Tuesday. answer on Monday. 360-676-KGMI. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic with Dan from Bellingham Automotive. 
And uh, before the break there, um, George had called about the all-wheel drive versus four-wheel drive and then uh, questioning the fuel economy difference on his Tercel, Dan. Yeah, I mean, when you're it definitely a difference when you're in, always in four-wheel drive compared to an all-wheel drive. I mean, you're going to definitely save, and the difference in the year on those cars, too. Yeah. Huge difference in the way that Subaru was built. And I'm surprised with that Tercel. He's talking 22 <laughs> yeah. miles per gallon and, and down to 18 in four-wheel drive. I would have thought that car got a little bit better fuel mileage. I would agree. I um, would agree. I guess this depends on the year. This could be an old carbureted Tercel. Yeah. You know, possible. We don't, we don't know. We don't um, have the info. Don't have all the info. But, uh, you know, either an all-wheel drive or a four-wheel drive vehicle, when you take it out on the road, one of the immediate differences, and this can really affect your in-town fuel economy, especially in a hilly area like Whatcom County, right. um, is the weight. Yeah. Um, you could have four, five, six, eight hundred pounds extra for all of the associated uh, four-wheel drive or all-wheel drive components. Yeah, good point. Uh, rear differential, rear drive axles, drive line, transfer case, um, a number of different components that go into giving it all-wheel drive. And you have to take all of that mass and push it up to speed and then slow it all down and then push it up to speed again. Um, it's a lot. It's like putting, you know, five, six, eight sandbags in your trunk. You'll notice that weight in a car. Mm-hmm. Um, so that right there is a lot of times is the difference in fuel economy. And then you also get the you're, you're actually having to spin the drive line to turn the gears in the transfer case, turn the gears in the, in the differential. And so there's just other losses in the drivetrain that right. compound to lower fuel economy. Um, manufacturers, Toyota, Honda, Subaru have all spent decades now um, finding ways to reduce that loss of fuel economy. But the reality is if, if, if your wife's RAV4 was two-wheel drive or my Crosstrek was two-wheel drive, mm-hmm. number one, I wouldn't have bought it. <laughs> um, but it would get better fuel economy if it was two-wheel drive, plain and simple. Well, she's getting 40. She's getting 40. She's got a hybrid. Come on. Come on. That's, that's like cheating. It is cheating. <laughs> Um, looks like we've got a caller in line here. We have uh, John. Good morning, John. Hey, good morning. Uh, I've got an 013 Prius, and at night driving, I swear my low beams are not are not bright enough. Is there any bulbs I can get that are safe or legal? You know, first, <laughs> Prius is such a good car, but uh, the, the I, headlights I, are a weak point. They are kind I'm, of a weak I'm gonna point. I'm going to give them a weak point. But... Well, one thing with the Toyotas, I mean, I see a lot of that uh, oxidation over the headlights. Are yours that way, or have they been? No, no, they're clear. They're completely perfectly clear, clear and not very bright. Um, I, I was going to go right down that path with you, Dan. Yeah, I mean, we that seems to be the car we do the most um, headlight restores on. But uh, you know, there there's lights out there. Um, what are they about? I don't need parts anymore. But um, Silver Star or. Well, I, I, first off, I'm wondering on that if those are an incandescent bulb, a filament in them, or if they're an HID. And, and I, I have a feeling on that Prius, it may be an HID bulb. I'm thinking a 13. I, we have late 2000 ones had the option okay, of the HIDs. Okay. Um, so determining which bulb it has would determine which pathway to go. Okay. Um, so like like Dan was saying, if, if they're a standard filament bulb, what was it, the Silver Star? Well, there's Silver Star. I mean, we we've had a couple of uh, people we've sent down to Mobile Music to get the the LED bulbs. LED bulbs, which have been good. Um, in a Prius, I mean, like you say, that is a weak point in them. Um, that might be an option. Have you changed a bulb in it before? Uh, just uh, I've had them go out a couple times, but I just take them to Napa, and they give me give me new bulbs. So did you fall? Did you fall over at the price? Did I what? Or did, did the price oh, knock you it? over? Yes, I did. So were they a <laughs> couple they... hundred bucks, or were they? No, 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 no. Yeah, so they're not HIDs. Okay. <laughs> we know that now. Cost wise, cost wise, that's a good thing. Yeah, but I, th- I think they were twenty five bucks or yeah. thirty or something. That's that's a normal. That's a normal. So highlight. I guess if that's my only problem with a Prius, I'm probably shouldn't shouldn't gripe. No, no, the Prius has turned out to be a pretty good car. Yeah, as long as you're getting 45, 50 miles a gallon. Yeah, it's, it's, it's 50 most of the yeah. time. Yeah. So. And, and you can talk to, you know, the mobile music, like Dan said. Um, stop by there, have those guys take a look and see what they have for recommendation for a brand. Uh, yeah, I should just pull mine, pull mine out and take it in and 
they can tell me. I just drive the car. Yeah, I drive the car. It's it. it's a conversion, but it, oh, it, yeah. it seems to be really good. I mean, and it definitely helps. Yeah. All righty. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. got you. it. Thank Thanks you, for John. the call. Yeah, headlight brightness, especially as cars get older, is more and more of an issue. If that Prius had the, the HID bulbs, which, mm-hmm. by the way, the HID bulbs, high-intensity discharge light, they're a special bulb that uses a, a special device on the back of the bulb to create like 50,000 volts to actually cause the bulb to ignite and light up, um, can be rather expensive. And, and and there was actually a class action lawsuit that people sued Toyota over the Prius headlights because those HID bulbs kept either, A, changing colors. They'd go, they're they turning were, purple. They were flickering, too. And they were flickering, or they just plain wouldn't work. And people would put a new bulb in them at 100 or 120 bucks a pop. Um, and then the ballast that, that causes the bulb light up, which can be hundreds of dollars, and they were constantly replacing these components um, every year or two, which suddenly gets expensive when you're putting $1,000 into your headlights every couple of years. You're making me growl about my Acura because it has those, and it's done it twice. The factory HIDs? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and you've had to do the ballast and the bulbs? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And then and then you'll have one light go out, and you put a new, a new HID bulb in the other side, and you can't match the colors. No. They, they, the headlights will be different, uh, different, different colors, yep. different hues, and you'll have one that's bright white, one that might be blue, and then you know next time you get one, it'll be a little bit purplish. That's when I like being colorblind. <laughs> Some people pay extra for those things. All right, three six zero six seven six KGMI. You are in the shop, and we'll be right back. Homelessness is a challenge many face in Whatcom County, but there is hope. Since 1923, the Lighthouse Mission Ministries has been providing shelter and services for those who need it most. Lighthouse Mission provides a safe and caring environment for individuals and families experiencing homelessness. The mission offers a warm bed, hot meals, and supportive community to help hurting neighbors back on their feet. But they don't stop there. With the help of generous people in our community, the Lighthouse Mission also offers case management, addiction recovery services, job training, and educational resources to help people achieve long-term success. Everyone deserves a chance to rebuild their life. Your help is needed to make that happen. Your donation will make a huge impact on the lives of men and women in our community. Please visit thelighthousemission.org to learn more about how you can help support our neighbors who are homeless. Your donation will make a huge impact on the lives of men and women in our community. Please visit thelighthousemission.org to learn more about how you can help support our neighbors who are homeless. Together, we can provide a brighter future for those in need. Lighthouse Mission Ministries, where hope begins. Learn more at the Lighthouse Mission Bundle and save at DeWard and Bodie on select appliance pairs and packages and get exclusive cashback rebates up to $500. When you buy more, you save more on the best selection of appliances from top-rated brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, and KitchenAid. With purchase of eligible in-stock appliances, get up to $500 cashback via mail-in rebate from DeWard and Bodie. Now is the time to upgrade and save on washers and dryers, oven and microwave combos, and full kitchen suites only at DeWard and Bodie. At Puget Sound Energy, we're proudly aspiring to reduce our own emissions to net zero and to go beyond by helping others reduce carbon across Washington. Together, we're investing in local renewables, strengthening the electric grid, helping customers switch to electric vehicles, innovating with low carbon resources, supporting our communities, and saving energy along the way. Together, we're creating a clean energy future. Mamacita, ¿dónde está Santa Claus? ¿Dónde está Santa Claus? And the toys that he will leave. Welcome back. You are in the shop. Merry Christmas. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Dan from Bellingham Automotive. And we have Chuck on the line. Good morning, Chuck. Yes, good morning. Good morning. Say, I just want to say I really enjoy your show and uh, just an observation I've had. I do believe a few weeks ago, Brian has spoke on his new Subaru uh, that it had adaptive cruise control. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it does. I have adaptive on a, a Ford Explorer, and the observation I've seen, it works very well. The only thing Ford hasn't programmed into a four-way stop or it will yield to an oncoming car. I do not have, mine will not yield 
as well. It will it will randomly hammer the brake pedal if it sees a car doing something it shouldn't do in the other lane. Yes, I hear you. But it's uh, so when you come to a four way stop, you have to look uh, right and left, and uh, and then because otherwise it's ready to go also. Yeah, and and I know my car. If I have that adaptive cruise control on and it's following a car and it slows down to a red light, the car in front of me makes a free right turn. The car starts to sometimes it would make an assumption that, oh, it's clear to go through the red light. <laughs> yeah. But, but being an aware driver, I normally I, I turn that stuff off. I turn it off when I'm in town. <laughs> I've experimented with it, but I would not trust. I I do not trust my life with it. No. Um, yeah. My my wife doesn't trust it. Period, and she'd rather it just be turned off when she's driving. Uh, I get along okay with that. The one I don't trust on that Explorer is that parking itself. Oh, (laughs) you're talking to Brian. (laughs) We don't we don't have enough time to go into the Ford, and and I I I need to phrase this properly. This is not a self parking system. This is a parking assist system. Brian may or may not have backed one into his own car. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do a darn thing. The car did it all. I gave it full. I put my faith in Ford's programmers, and my faith was violated. And, yeah, I uh, hear you. Uh, electronics have a little to be desired, anyway. That uh, that that Ford system will parallel park a car faster than I've ever seen a car parallel <laughs> parallel park before. Unfortunately, it doesn't always it use the brake pedal. Stop. The rear the rear collision avoidance system did not function or exist I, well, at the time. No, it's uh, it's kind of scary. I I don't use it myself, but uh, <laughs> I've played with it. But uh it's not a I guess it is a good system. One other observation, you were just talking four-wheel drive uh if you go clear back there in the 60s, the first equal lock or anti, uh, they would do the same thing on a sharp turn. Yeah, they'll bind Click, up and those wheels yeah. will start hopping. and Bind up, yeah. So, hey, I just want to say Merry Christmas to you. Enjoy your show and keep up the good work. All right? Thanks, Jack. Thank we you, appreciate Josh. it. Yeah, you know, I brought all this stuff on the driver's driver assist features and a bunch of statistics on it as well. Yeah, yeah you did. And, uh, and, Early in the show, I mentioned, you know, it's, it's dumbing us down, dumbing us down. You know, my 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 uh, technician on a test drive, Electric Avenue. Somehow, a Tesla shoves itself, you know, five feet under a uh, a Toyota pickup on on Electric Avenue up past Bodell, and and I'm not sure how that happened. My theory is the Toyota was tall enough that it saw under it the car, and yeah, just the, kept going. I don't I, know. <laughs> it just it, it makes no sense with the driver assist features, the automatic braking systems, the collision avoidance. Even if you turn all of those off, you know, I guess the distracted driver turns off the safety features and drives under the car. And maybe it is, as my wife would say, dumbing us all down mm-hmm. to do stupid things. Maybe the Toyota was going backwards. Maybe. Yeah, I have a, another friend who bought a Tesla, and he comes in, and we're servicing his Subaru, which he's driving at this point because his Tesla is waiting months to get into the body shop. Months. I'm sure it's next door. Yeah. And he has a, a, a tire and wheel off his Tesla, um, the right front tire, I think, that uh, has a big hole in the sidewall and a big gash in the rim, and it has some bent suspension components up front. And I'm, I'm asking him, you know, this, this car has all these self-driving features, collision avoidance. You've got the full self-driving package on your car. H- how in the world does this thing end up <laughs> crashed into a curb to cause this kind of damage? And, and he was very clear and blunt in his response. Kids. He said, I don't want to talk about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and given his uh, – he's, he's an engineer. G- given that, I said, oh, you violated the laws of physics. Yeah. <laughs> That makes sense. And no matter how many driver safety features there are on a car, you can always drive it in such a fashion that it will no longer adhere to the roadway. Correct. And uh, that's one of the reasons Teslas have a very high crash rate. Hmm. Yeah. It, and it and, and and Elon Musk will say this is not because of our driver assist features. This is because of the drivers not paying attention and driving too the fast. The drivers' lack of assist. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it comes towards uh, comes from the, the the target market of the individual that buys the vehicles has a high high impact on um, hmm. the number of crashes a car gets in. Find me a five year old Subaru WRX that has not been wrecked. 
Yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> they're, they're out there, but not very many of them. Most Subaru WRXs, if you'd run a Carfax on them after five to seven years, have been wrecked. And it's actually a very safe car. You take the same vehicle with all the same safety features in a Subaru Impreza, very few of them very have few. been wrecked. Yeah, but put makes a, sense. Put a turbo on it, it finds yeah. the ditch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I thought we were coming up closer to the end of the show. We got more time. Oh, I think we even got a caller. Let's uh, let's bring that caller on. We've got Larry here. Larry, we're going to squeeze you on. I thought we were running out of time, but we have time for you. Well, I'll make it quick. Yeah, 08 Subaru Outback. Uh, code was the throttle positioning sensor. We replaced the foot pedal. And about three days later, that same code came back. I know there's a couple other electronic things in there. But we were messing around looking at the throttle body, the that, plug on the top of the throttle body, the locking clip is broken. Somebody had been working on it, broke it, and plugged it back in. That little clip, that plug is kind of backed off a little bit from the throttle body. Would that kind of give the same symptoms? I mean, it lost power. You know, there was no throttle. It just... Kind of idle along, kind yeah. of crappy running motor. Yep. The, the, we don't have a lot of time, but the short answer is yes, absolutely. Yeah. And one of the confusing things on the Subarus of that era is they have these codes that if that car were a 2005 Subaru with a non-electronic throttle body, that code means one thing. But if that vehicle is a couple years newer, like yours, a 2008, yep. that exact same code number means something else with the electronic throttle body. <laughs> That's what we were kind of looking at. There yeah. was like about three different things that it possibly could be. Yeah. So down, down to the actual throttle body itself. Yeah. So sometimes that TPS code means the throttle pedal sensor, and sometimes that TPS code means the throttle body position sensor. Right. Which there's there's at least two, maybe three position sensors. A loose connector on that throttle body can cause the code maybe your whole problem. Sometimes a zip tie. Okay. Sometimes a new yeah. connector. <laughs> Try a zip tie first. <laughs> Thanks for Alrighty, listening. I appreciate, appreciate the call. Thanks, Thank Larry. Thank you. Merry Christmas. You've been in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Dan from Bellingham Automotive.